Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Brian MK. That's right. Back, back here. Now, you must excuse me, first of all. I've got this goddamn fantasy football draft going. It's a best ball draft. If you know anything about fantasy football, best ball is just a version of it that's very fun. And I went to do a best ball draft, and in best ball, sorry to get into a little fantasy stuff. By the way, if you're into fantasy football, please check out my other podcast with my buddy Aaron Stewart, the Dynasty Wonderland podcast. Great fantasy football podcast. Of course, I say that because it's me and my buddy, of course, but I digress. So I was going to pick a draft because I wanted to get into a draft, but I wanted to do a slow draft. Meaning you get plenty of hours. You take your time. I accidentally joined a regular draft, meaning you only have 30 seconds to pick. So now I'm stuck in this draft. I got to finish it. And the great thing about best ball is you do your draft and you don't touch your team the rest of the season. That's right. It just takes the best scores from your lineup each week. And, and that's what you roll with. But enough, because not everybody's into the fans. That's enough of that stuff. So anyway, if I get distracted and I have to look down at the phone to make... I'm up in four picks. I'm going to have to make a pick soon. Man, I'm going to have to make a pick soon. <laughs> maybe, just a maybe. Just a maybe, I grab me some Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, Browns quarterback, has some wonderful commercials, if you ask me. Excuse me, I got to shake up the tea. We got some tea going on here at the Mad, mad Tea Party. Mm. Some good stuff. I love me some sweet tea. Love me some sweet tea. Anyway, let's get into it. Thanks for joining. Don't forget to check the social, you know, at RMK Madness on the Twitter, on the grams. Check out my YouTube stuff. Check it all out. Check it all out. It's good. It's good. But uh, I just got back from a brief vacation, a vacay, a ni nice little getaway. And uh, it, it was obviously quite a bit of fun was also a little bit exhausting and uh, you'll have to pardon me because I got the, I got the picks going. So I got to make a couple of picks here real quick. We're going to go ahead and, uh, and you know, picks are going with this. This is a weird ass draft. I got to tell you what, there's just, just some stuff here and I just don't, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do that one. Ah, oh, okay. I made my pick. Sorry, 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 sorry. No Baker Mayfield. He got taken right before me. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Ah. Ah. Anyway, anyway, so. Yes, oh, damn it, my next pick is up. It's okay, after this one, I don't pick for a while. So we're going to go ahead and run this. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, because you never know. You never know what that guy. Anyway, okay, so we move on. Sorry, I really apologize. I could have waited till after this draft to record, but I thought, hey, it's getting late. I might as well get the recording going. And it's only going to be a distraction uh, because my picks are close. You get two, I would, my picks are close together. And see, this is just trying to explain it is going to give me a headache because half the people listening and maybe more don't give a shit about fantasy football. So we're just going to drop the whole thing. As I was saying, when on a brief vacay, it was fun. Also exhausting and a bit stressful for several reasons, some of which I'm not going to get into. But 
One of them was the kids getting car sick. The uh, trip up to Breckenridge from Denver. Uh, you're going up the mountains and windy roads and uh, seems to have a, quite the effect on both of the children. So happened last time and we tried to prevent it this time, but it just it just wasn't happening. So kids got sick on the way to Breck, but uh, but yeah, but the vacation, it all started Saturday night. I got off work Saturday, came home. And then my brother, the one and only Taco Cat, him and his family, well, they came over and they had some dinner. And then, well, and then I got into a fantasy football pod. <laughs> Sorry to bring up the fantasy football again, but I recorded and then woke up early Sunday morning for the Renaissance Festival. Now, I have to tell you, I love the Renaissance Festival. And I would say, pardon, had to light the joint again. And I would say, if you're a fan of this show, if you follow me at all, you know I love the medieval times. I love shows like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, anything that takes me back to that time period. As a matter of fact, I had just finished the Michael Crichton audiobook of Timeline. I just finished it Saturday at work, listening to it at work. Heading into the Renaissance Festival on Sunday. And uh, so that was very cool because I was already in the medieval mindset. And, you know, when Taco, speaking of Taco Cat, when he was he was there as well, him and his family all got together, went to the Ren Festival. And it was a good time. You know, it was it was a little freaky because nobody fucking wearing masks. Very few people wearing masks. OK. But, you know, it's outside and you could do a pretty good job of staying away from fucking people outside lots of open space it's still a little stressful in that aspect because no we'll talk a little covid but yeah i mean it's it's we're not in the clear yet as much as motherfuckers want to you know act like it but uh the renaissance festival it's always a good time you know and uh it's a good time going with my brother it's hard because you you know sometimes they have things they want to do and we have things we want to do so we're not always doing shit together so and you know that's kind of the purpose of when you get together with the family as you want to do shit together you know and sometimes it just gets a little hard you know it used to be a lot easier when you're younger and you're grown got your own family you got to take the family into account it's not as easy as just uh you know, doing what you used to do. So it's been a lot of fun though. It, it, it really was. And the Renaissance Festival was an absolute blast. It, uh, it, <laughs> it was a blast, but it's also, I've been there so many times and a lot of the stuff is, is not all like, they have a lot of shows on stage and a lot of the shows, they, they don't differ a whole lot from year to year. But they're still fun to go see. And um, like there's some really good shows like um, they have this guy named Dead Bob, who's a ventriloquist. And basically, but he's a dead guy. His face is covered in everything. And his his dummy is a skeleton. And that's Bob. And he's great. Um, So that's a good act. And then you have me and my wife's personal favorite. Well, it's one of my favorites. It's her personal favorite. But that would be. The amazing, most amazing, uh, oh, I got to see you just real quick. Um, that would be the ever most amazing 
washing well winches. They're fucking fantastic. Every year they kick ass. They, they just, we really enjoy the washing well winches. But you know what happened? You know what fucking happened this year? My favorite witch had been replaced. Oh, oh, I was so upset, I tell you. Oh, it was not good. Not good to see my favorite washing well wench, wishing well wench, washing well wench. <laughs> They're great. They, they dress up all haggerty. They're very perverted. They love them some men. They love to touch the men's. Um, they got a big pool or like a washing well in the middle of the stage they're on and they get these big towels and they dip them and they swing around so it's a great one in the hot summer day it's a great one to go see so you can get a little wet cool yourself down and uh, they're very funny ladies and one of the things they do is that they say if, if you're in love you cannot be showing affections in public and then they bust out couples in in the in in the uh in the crowd they say, ah, oh, you, sir, were touching that woman. You must be punished. Come here. They bring him up stage and they say, hey, you can't show him affection in public if you're in love. But we're not in love with him. And so they get, you know, kind of raunchy. It's, it's a bit of a raunchy show, but it's a lot of I just sitting there trying to spoil the whole damn thing for you all. But but it's a good show. There's a lot of good shows like that there. They have different stands. You could throw knives. You could shoot crust, but they have like little kid stuff or rides. They have a little jousting thing. Um, they have a Jacob's ladder. That's always one of my favorites. Still haven't got to the top of the Jacob's ladder. Almost. I've gotten fucking close. Just fall down at the top. It's a pain in the ass. As is this joint. It just will not stay lit. Piece of shit. And the food there, the food at the Ren Festival is absolutely amazing. They, of course, have, they have like big sausages. Uh, you got your fried ice cream, your funnel cakes, uh, the big pretzels, amazing kettle corn. They have caramel kettle corn. It's the best shit ever. <sighs> but my favorite thing there, by far, is called Steak on a Steak. And it's a wooden steak, wooden stick with a big strip of steak on it. And holy fuck, it's amazing. I had a couple of those while I was there. A couple of pretzels, uh, um, some fries. They have fries there. Usually they go with fish. They got a lot of fish and chips, but I don't do so much fish. So but I got, it was a good day. It was a good day. You had fun at the Renaissance Festival. Uh, saw the tomato guys. These tomato guys are great. So they take turns. Obviously, one has to take the money, hand out tomatoes, and the other one puts his head and his arms in a little board and lets the tomatoes get thrown. And it's great. It's great. Because they just diss the motherfuckers who are throwing the tomatoes. And it doesn't matter. You can be a woman. You can be a five-year-old boy. They don't give a shit. They're going to just destroy you. They've picked on fat. There was a fat kid up there one time and he's like, hey kid, how weird is it to see food going away from your face? Shit like that. This weekend, I can't remember exactly what they were saying, but boy, they were just running this little kid's mom down into the ground, into the ground. <sighs> Man, they're brutal. They're rough, but that's why I like them. They're fun to go watch. It's like a nonstop roast of whoever happens to walk up there. 
Now you watch long enough, you hear some of the same jokes, but they do do a pretty good job, doo-doo, of being original, I would say. But yeah, and then you have the jousting. They actually have like a, a smaller jousting field there and they have a, like a, a show and the knights come in and um, they'll have uh, basically two bad guys, two villains, two heels and two good guys. And they get, they do, they come out and there's three shows throughout the day. And the first one, they come out and do a, like a show of skills. And then it gets a little hairy and they say, oh, we'll come back and we'll have a fight and we'll joust. And that happens. It gets a little hairier and they're like, all right, we'll come back the third time uh, for a fight to the death, joust to the death. Yeah. And this was always my favorite shit as a kid. And I always enjoyed taking my kids to it. But the more times I see it, the more times I'm just not that impressed. Because really, they're actually not even all that close <laughs> to, to, to replicating what would actually happen. And you catch some of that. But, but like I said, I just read the the Michael Creighton book timeline, not read it, sorry, audio booked it, listened to it at work. But the thing about Creighton, Michael Creighton, if you don't know any of his books, uh, he did Jurassic Park, for example. Now, sure, there's some sciencey stuff when you see the movie, but when you read the Jurassic Park book, when you read the book, it's very sciencey. And and a lot of Michael Creighton's work is pretty sciencey. And and I happen to just like that. By the way, my draft is over. You're welcome. I got it finished. <laughs> but I, I like that because he's, while he's creating fictional stories, right, he's also using a lot of science and fact and, 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 and things to back it up. So even if it is something like a Jurassic Park where it seems far-fetched, there's actually some science to back up part of what he's saying. Um, another book he wrote called Prey is basically this, this lab that's developing these um, nano swarms for the government. And they're supposed to be just cameras so they can take pictures. Uh, but they use this program called the Pred Prey program. And basically these fucking nano swarms become violent. Insane, right? There's actually some evidence to this. So not evidence to that sort of thing happening, but the, there's science, uh, that there's backing to the idea that not, not just with the nanotechnology, but the idea that, you know, that is something to be considered is the security issue of once you get these things working for you, making sure they stay working for you. So a lot of good stuff there. So with Timeline, is a great book because obviously he's got a lot of historical and scientific data to back up, not just the aspect of, you know, the science to where they're going. I mean, if you read the book, it, it's not necessarily going back in time. It's going into another dimension uh, of, you know, in another time period of our own universe or something, it, just going into another dimension and to this particular period in time. And there's obviously, you know, extensive background to what he's talking about when it comes to that aspect. But then you get into the actual aspect of when these characters, when they're in the medieval times, when they're in France hundreds of years ago at these castles, 
and you know the detail and one of the aspects of it one of the parts he talks about is there's some pretty great detail pertaining to a jousting scene there's a really cool fucking jousting scene in this book okay and Crichton gives a lot of detail and historical background to jousting and you know like these fields were just huge and, and the speed at which these guys rode and, and just the sheer size of these knights. Like, you see, you know, the little show that the Renfest puts on and you're like, well, that's just not even close. And, you know, it's still fun. You root, you cheer. It's a good time. But it's just, you wish it was a little. I know there's kids in the audience and stuff. but So I don't care so much about they still have blood and shit like that. I don't care so much about, like, that needing to be more realistic. Like, just wish that it was a little faster paced. Like, the jousting, the, the horses are at basically a gallop. They're not really running their asses off. And, you know, if you know anything about jousting. They, those fuckers were speeding towards each other. So, but again, it's a, it's always a fun time. And I very much feel part of that world. I've talked about this before. I love the medieval times, you know, big into Lord of the Rings stuff, Game of Thrones, anything that encapsulates that period of time. I feel like I have a connection with it. I talked about what possibly could be birthmark on me, possibly a sign of a past life where I got the little patch of hair on my chest and then the same spot, like directly behind on my back, a patch of hair. So I've always wondered, like, did I take an arrow and die in battle there in a previous life? Who knows? But uh, I very much connect with the future. You know, you get into a lot of sci-fi, Star Wars, things like that. I very much connect with space. But I also very much connect with that period of time. And uh, so I love anything involving it. And the Renfest is always a blast. You get to see people just dressing in the coolest shit. I mean, ever since Pirates of the Caribbean came popular, you got pirates running around there. There's always this Jack Sparrow. He's there every year. And he is awesome. Damn near pulls it off just to the T, the Jack Sparrow. So it's good stuff. I, I really enjoy. Really enjoy the Red Fest and all the costumes, the shows, the food, everything. Everything that goes with it. Even though I wish the jousting was a little bit better. <laughs> but uh, I did, the wife and I, we've been planning on, you know, we were going to go as like the, uh, um, just kind of, because when we got married, we did a medieval themed wedding. See, this is how into the shit I am. But my wife, you know, we kind of decided to do this together. We're both Batman fans. She wanted, always wanted to incorporate Batman in. So we had a Batman slash medieval wedding. And we were basically House MK. And our symbol was a bat on a moon with a black background. It was black bat, golden moon, black background, House MK, king of the night. Is what I would call myself. And I made our crowns. The, the only part I didn't, the wife got her own wedding dress, but I made my outfit, the groomsman's outfit. I made all our crowns. Um, it was just a fucking blast, man. It was a great wedding. Great wedding. And so, of course, that just further shows how much I love the Renaissance Festival <laughs> or the, the medieval times. And uh, we actually wanted to wear our wedding outfits 
to the Renaissance Festival, continue that house and care. But we never get the shit ready in time. And then we get to the Renaissance Festival. And we're at the Renaissance Festival and we're thinking, it's fucking hot. <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't bring that shit. Like, so as of this moment, we have not done any dressing up. We, we do plan to, but I think we're going to create our own new little costumes. And I, she, we had this idea to where she would be this like queen of light and very caring and nice and, and, you know, full of colors and, and, uh, and that's kind of my wife, very hippie-ish. And then you have me, darker, brooding, kind of a dick, like to run my mouth. And, you know, we just be walking through in our cool outfits and crowns and I can just be talking shit to random people. And you'd be like, don't mind him. He hasn't mad his medicine. Yeah, like it could be a lot of fun. So we might have to get into something like that. But I always love, always love it did really anything to do with that period of time. It just, it, it grabs at me. It really does. So then, of course, we went to Breckenridge. And uh, again, the ride up there, a little stressful, kids getting sick. But uh, once we got up there, it was nice. Spent a few nights there, hung uh, with the bro and his family, just chilling, eating some dinner. We went downtown a couple of times, walked around, you know, outside, checking out a couple shops. Um, pretty chill i mean you know we we did a a small hike uh went and checked out this like giant troll figure um in this wooded area just very cool stuff like that but you know a good amount of walking which was the exhausting part because uh you know i'm on my feet a lot i walk a lot anyway but i I think so much of it in so many days and where it not only that but it's taking up the days off where I'm normally resting and getting ready for another week of work and trying to get all my, my creative shit done and all that. So yeah, it was, it was rough a little bit, but also satisfying and fun. And, uh, it was a good time. So spent a little time in downtown Breck and, uh, yeah, otherwise relaxed. And it was, it was pretty nice, pretty fucking nice. I should say we rode the gondola we did that one of the rides or one of the times we went down to downtown Breck. Did the gondola, the gondola. But uh, which the seven-year-old absolutely loved. Four-year-old, while clinging to me, is like, yeah, this is awesome. Cling tight to dad, cling tight to dad. And uh, yeah, but I'm also, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. And I got to admit, anytime I feel like this, I get a little paranoid about something. I swear I start to feel the symptoms and shit like that. But I got to be honest. With the COVID situation now, I'm a little worried. Because we were safe as hell. But it was still, and you know, the wife and I are vaccinated, but the kids aren't. And it was really the first time we were, you know, really out around people, really for the first time in forever. And the kids didn't go to the Renaissance Festival with us and the wife and I were masked up the entire time. And really uh, the entire time we were in Breckenridge, I mean, very little time spent inside. Uh, We had our masks on the whole time, whether we were inside or not. But, you know, we kind of, I feel like weren't quite as vigilant as normal 
you know, and we're around other people and that are, you know, that are vaccinated, but not necessarily following, you know, the same caution with masks. And that's a little worrisome, you know? And of course, now I'm like, am I out of breath? Am I (coughs) temperature, anything going on? I'm freaked out. And not for me, for my kids, because they're not vaccinated. You know, been reading about these variants. I mean, they're deadly. And they're going to go after the unvaccinated, even kids, because this is a little bit uh, more dangerous for kids than the original COVID-19. And so all of that is scary. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a little nervous the next couple of weeks while I feel like we should be okay. And we should be. We've been extremely safe this whole time. And I felt even on vacation, we were extremely safe. But there were also a few times we're around people, you know, that aren't quite as safe. And who knows what the fuck could happen and who could be passed around. And I admit, I'm a bit of an over-worrier. I have anxiety. I smoke a lot of weed. It helps with the anxiety. (laughs) But, uh, you know, just worries me. Because it's like I've been saying for a long time, we are not in the clear yet. And as safe as the family and I were on vacation, I feel like we could have been safer. We could have done more. And all I can do is hope that I did enough this time and next time I can do better. That I didn't fuck up enough this time to make something bad happen. And that's what we should all be thinking about is, hey, let's not risk it, man. Better safe than sorry. (sighs) It's just the, the Delta variant, the Lambda variant, this shit's kind of scary you know they they can take out kids these variants they can take out vaccinated people and the unfortunate thing is is that we could work our way towards herd immunity and doing a better job towards this if people would just get vaccinated but you know more disinformation, misinformation, people in power pushing the wrong message. There's just tons of that. What do you do? What do you do? You know, hear about a five-year-old that died from COVID complications. I got kids around that age, man. And women's scary shit. I got to do better. I got to be better. I should have been better on vacation. And in the moment, you know, I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Trying to in- enjoy these few days off from the, the normal daily grind, the normal routine, you know. And I'm masking up. I'm doing everything I should be. And I sit back now and I look back and I'm like, man. There's definitely a handful of times it should have been better, should have been more vigilant. And if you're a fan of me and you know, and you've been listening, you know how serious I am about this shit and how cautious I've been. And I feel like I slipped up just a little bit and I hope it wasn't long enough. 
to cause some damage. And that just makes me go further. Like, I mean, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, you know, because not enough people have fucking bought into this shit. Not enough fucking people. And it's stressful. Oh, it's stressful. You know what else was stressful? I'm going to go ahead and get off the COVID shit. Because honestly, you know, I got my own issues. I'm not fucking perfect. My anxiety is high as shit, especially now. So I'm going to be like counting down the next two weeks to make sure none of my kids start coughing it or my wife. Or even me. I, I mean, I'm less least worried about me. But that shit could hit me hard, too. So now I'm going to be worrying about the next couple of weeks, <laughs> trying to push through, trying not to overworry, trying not to get too ratcheted up, too excited. We'll find out soon enough. So if I'm not back in a few weeks, <laughs> I'm trying to make light of this. <laughs> if uh, in a few weeks, there's, there's no pod, um, you know, but, well, don't panic then because, you know, maybe I'm just taking a week off. Sometimes I do that with this pod, but it, if it's a couple of weeks, then you could start going, oh shit. <laughs> that poor bastard. <laughs> Hopefully we're good though. Hopefully I did enough this time and next time I can do better, but that's what we are. We all got to do better. Stay vigilant, safe. <sighs> Just continue to be vigilant. Not in the clear. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Enough of that, enough of that. On to less stressful things. No, there's something else happened on, on while I was on vacation. And that was the conclusion of the NBA Finals. That's right. That is right. And you know what? That was a fun-ass series. I, I think, I think some people would disagree, weren't that interested. Maybe it's the, the two teams, the Suns and the Bucks. I, you know, some people maybe not as interested, but me, I, I thought it was a very fun series. There was one game that was kind of, you know, a blowout, and th there was definitely a couple that felt like it was getting out, but they were close enough pretty much every other game that you just weren't sure for sure who's going to win. And the cool thing is I got to watch game six, the final game with my brother taco cat. And that never happens. I got to see the champion crowned. So that was pretty cool. So I'm going to take a quick break, go run to the little restroom, and then I'm going to come back and we're just going to get into a little sports. I know for those of you who don't give a shit about sports, and I was already talking some fantasy football earlier in the, I apologize. It'll be really quick and then we'll get into some other shit before we get out of here. But there's some interesting sports stuff going on, so I want to get into it. But we'll take our break first and be right back.
Okay, we're back. We're back. Got the jury rolling. The new jury rolling. <sighs> yes, that's that's another J. Another way, a second one. That's right. Got it rolling though. Yes, indeed. Ooh, and still some tea. And the bladder is empty, and I'm feeling good. Nice little breaketh. And let's get right into. Well, before we get into the sports, hold on. I do believe I had started to say something. One of the other frustrating things about Breckenridge was this fucking renter that we had because my mom has a condo up there, right? But there was enough people there. You know, we go there from time to time. We stay up at their condo, <clears throat> excuse me, at her condo. But because of so many people being there, we had to get a second one. So we took the second one, me and my fam, and uh, uh, found out you couldn't smoke anything on the balcony what i understand inside nobody's gonna want to let you smoke weed or cigarettes or crack anything inside i get that nobody's gonna want you to do that but out on the balcony come on now i imagine there's been a stockbroker stayed there decided to go do do a few slopes, you know, stay for a snowy weekend. And maybe afternoon time, you know, after a nice day of, of skiing, hitting the slopes, after a nice day of that, he just wants to chill with a nice sifter of brandy and a Cuban cigar. Oh, but to do that, he'd have to go who the fuck knows where. Not right out on the balcony to do it. No. For stoners such as myself, well, we've got to walk. We can't just pop outside real quick. It's made shit very dis difficult. Not only that, but this motherfucker, you already get charged a cleaning fee in this whole thing, right? Now my mom did get the place, so I can't act like this is coming out of my mind. But they charge you a cleaning fee. Okay, which is fine. I get it. You got to pay people to clean it. But then they want you to do extra. They want you to basically gather all the, they want this fucking place spot. They want the cleaning crew to do as little cleaning as possible. And I'm sorry, but your asses are more expensive than a hotel, which cleans all your shit. And I would say this, uh, if I'm going to be charged a cleaning fee, you motherfuckers better be doing a good damn amount of cleaning. It just, just fucking blows my mind. Blows my mind. Now I hear the kids being loud. <laughs> they just get that way sometimes. I don't know. They're kids, you know. They get loud. I try not to record when they're around slash a wig, slash uh, in the vicinity. <laughs> but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But as I said, overall, the experience in Breck, it was, again, it was nice to get away. It was nice to see my brother and his fam. I just, they, they, a few things, one, kind of expensive. <laughs> Two, a little stressful and exhausting. And now my cat is scratching at the door. Is everything going to go wrong in this second segment? 
Come on in, asshole. Quit being an asshole. Come in, or I'm going to shut you out. Asshole. Yeah, you. Whatever. Anyway. Got the kids making noise, and then the cat whining in. <laughs> but anyway. Good time in brick. Hope nobody in my immediate fam gets sick because of it. <sighs> Gotta try not to worry about it though, huh? Gotta try not to stress. So we move into sports, right? Get away from more talk of the COVID and the and the vacay. We've spent plenty of time on that. And I know not everybody's a sports fan, but the NBA finals were pretty good. You know, people had mixed feelings, I think, because you know. Neither team's really big. Neither team really cracks the star meter, you know. I mean, you got Chris Paul. And Tim Booker's kind of becoming a star. And, of course, you got Giannis and Tocompo. And, man, he was amazing during this. He was just a freak. They call him the Greek freak for a reason. If you like the uh, Dan Levitard show, I've spoken about that before. I love this show. Uh, Dan Levitard, the host, obviously, his dad likes to just call him the Alpha Beta, because of his <laughs> which I think is great and very funny. And, uh, you know, Bucks well-deserved. They needed some luck to get where they were at. So did Phoenix. They both caught some breaks through injuries, through things that happened. Um, I mean, Kevin Durant for the Nets could have ended the Bucks season had he been uh, like an inch back. And instead of tying a game and sending it into overtime where the Bucks would win, he would have ended it right there along with the Bucks season. But no, it's not to be. So both teams caught some breaks along the way, but I really enjoy watching Giannis Antetokounmpo and he's a different breed of player. And so it was nice to see him hoist up the trophy. And you could just see him tears coming down his face after it happened, just the moment. And I got to watch it with my brother and my mom. And we were all sitting there. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But you got to feel for Chris Paul. Uh, you know, son's got a good young team. They could be, you know, in contention again. But it's going to hurt him to be without Chris Paul. He's got a player after. We won't get into that. This isn't a sports show. but. I'll just say it was a fun series. Uh, I would have been cool with either team winning. But uh, it, I thought it was a fitting way for the finals to end. I really did. In hockey news, even though the uh, Stanley Cup finals are over, uh, you know, we got some time before the next season starts. This year, thankfully, it's a little more closer to the, you know, the normal you know, offseason and things like that compared to you know, the last couple of years but uh there's there is news for hockey the seattle kraken they finally have a team they did their little expansion draft uh took a player from every team took a player from every team obviously and uh it's uh it's cool because the, the las vegas golden knights they became an expansion team not too long ago just a few years now 
and uh, their very first year in the league. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals, so they set this crazy precedent of like how you do things now, and and uh, it does look like Seattle could be pretty good. We'll see if they can push it to a run like the Knights had in their inaugural year, but uh, it's kind of exciting. I think it's a cool name, the Kraken, so it's, it's going to be cool to uh, watch this team play next year. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. And then we get into the wrestling world quickly. AEW, as you know, before we talk, I don't give a shit about WWE, okay? Oh, I know John Cena's back. Ah, Never been a Cena fan. I was one of those that would always, Cena sucks. Let's go, Cena. Cena I was the Cena sucks, one of the Cena sucks peoples. So never been fun. But I will admit he does make you laugh. And we'll talk about uh, a movie that he'll be in one of the upcoming movies, uh, some movies that I'm excited for that has John Cena in it. And he, he does a good job with the acting. He's pretty funny. So I'm not going to hit on him too much. And, uh, and you know, Roman Reigns sounds like he's doing it right now. I just don't give a shit about WWE. I haven't for a while. And my reasons are well documented on past episodes. So we, I'm not going to get too much into it. But I love AEW feel it's great competition for wwe it's a great replacement for wwe for those who no longer give a shit about wwe like me but nothing is as good as njpw the new japan we'll get into that in a second but aew last week they had their fighter fest night one this week fighter fest night two and uh, i haven't got into all of it yet but i did see some highlights of the john moxley versus lance hoyt or archer however you will say the uh, a match, speaking of New Japan, for the NJPW United States title. And I'll have to get into that to see who I want. So we'll have to check that. Check it out anyway is what I'm saying. If you didn't see last week's, check out both nights of Fighter Fest. AEW is on a roll. They're doing good. Plus, there's rumors. There's rumors. See, there's been a lot of stuff circling around the Daniel Bryan mill. A lot of rumors around that mill. If you know what, that was stupid. <laughs> Excuse me. But you get what I'm saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, gee, tea. Need some tea. Mm. But there's rumors around Daniel Bryan. The reason being, well, his contract was coming up with WWE. And, you know, he's got that so many day, 60 days, the non-compete clause. But there's been silence. Radio silence. Doesn't sound like he's been talking to WWE about a new contract. Could he be AEW bound? He could be. Perhaps he'll test the waters in New Japan, which would be great. Which would be fucking great. So we'll see what happens. Definitely. But there's also rumors of another great wrestling persona, mind, character, all of it. And that would be CM Punk, who is apparently training to try and get back in the ring. You know, he had a pretty uh, failed attempt at MMA. That might be putting it nicely. And uh, I love Punk for the most part. And I loved him as a wrestler. And it sounds like he's very well could be 
training to bring himself, get himself back in the ring in a one AEW ring. Yes. So that could be very awesome. Very interesting. I mean, can you imagine CM Punk versus Kenny Omega? It would fucking rock. And the aforementioned New Japan Pro Wrestling. They just had some good shows. Uh, just a run of like road two shows that were kind of fun. And, uh, and then, oh, Kazuna Road, sorry. And then they had, God, what the hell? Were, summer, summer Struggle. Summer Struggle. Summer Struggle, which was a pretty good show, set of shows. And then forthcoming, they have the Wrestle Grand Slam, which is going to be in the Tokyo Dome, which, as you know, is where Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan's version, of WrestleMania, where that's held every year, the Tokyo Dome. So very excited for that. Shingo versus Ibuchi for the main title is going to headline that shit. That's very exciting as well. So I'm just fucking pumped for because you know it is sad. I mean, let's like let's relight this J for the end of the hockey and basketball seasons. I talk too much to get keep my J's lit. <laughs> but we say goodbye to basketball and hockey for just a few months, really, because they'll be back in October. And, uh, you know, for those baseball fans, you welcome in the baseball. I don't care so much. I, I do pay attention in the playoffs most years. But for overall, I, I really just, uh, yeah, helped my cup of tea, as they say, or bottle of tea, as they say, as they don't say. Hmm. There's some cool other entertainment shit going on because let's face it, I don't really care about baseball. And uh, I, in general, enjoy most of the Olympic stuff, but this feels like very watered down Olympics and it just feels like dangerous. Everything feels so fucking dangerous right now. It just says, because ah! <laughs> of the COVID. And, uh, so, yeah, I just sports, I, I don't know. I don't know. Football is still a little bit away. So that's what we got. We got some good wrestling coming up, and that's what you look forward to. Otherwise, you look at other entertainment, right? Movies. And speaking of basketball, you got Space Jam 2, which came out, got past Black Widow, and that, that looks good. I haven't seen that yet, but that looks good. Lost my damn Jay again. Come on. It's barely lit. Asshole. But Space Jam 2, that's on uh, HBO Max. If you got the HBO connection, you'll be able to watch the Space Jam 2. And I think that's exactly what I'm going to do tomorrow with the kiddos while the wife is at work. Check out the Space Jam 2, unless she wants me to save it for her. Sometimes there's the, you know, there's certain movies. You got to go, hey, don't watch that without me. <laughs> there's some I have. Everybody has some, right? But Black Widow, that's when I got to try and catch Space Jam, too. Uh, but I'm actually really, there's a couple I'm interested in, and it's uh, one of them's kind of weird. But first of all, this Shang-Chi movie, okay? It's right up my fucking alley. The only thing is, I don't, I got to be honest. I don't fucking remember him at all from any comic books. It's a Marvel movie. It is a, he's a Marvel character. I don't remember him worth a damn. Maybe he's super underground. I don't know. 
but I haven't seen this like, yeah, everybody's got to check that shit out because everybody's super excited because everybody knows who the fuck it is. And you know what? It's going to be awesome. It's going to kick ass. People are going to love it. But that doesn't mean right at the moment, Amos really know who the fuck Shang-Chi is. Sounds like a Mortal Kombat character, you know? <laughs> so that's one I do actually watch. And then Jungle Cruise. I got to admit, I know it's just another, it's, it's, it's like another Disney turn a ride into a movie franchise type of thing. But some of it gives me that, uh, like a, a bit of the mummy vibe. And I really liked those movies. I don't know what the fuck happened to Brendan Fraser. I actually saw Brendan Fraser in a preview for a movie. I can't remember what the movie was. It was on one of the movie channels, I think, or maybe it was on Amazon prime. I don't remember. Regardless, <laughs> Brendan Fraser put on a lot of weight, I noticed, in this preview. And I don't think it's for the role, because I've seen other pictures where it looks like he's he's gotten so I'm like, and you know, I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff lately. What the fuck happened to Brendan Fraser anyways? I've been a big fan of his, honestly. Going back to Encino, man. I don't know how you can't see Encino, man, and go, man, that was really good. Played a good game, man. Sean Astin's in it. He's done so much. If you think about it, Sean Astin, that dude. Okay. So he's in the Goonies when he's young. He goes on to do Rudy. I mean, he goes on to be Sam Wisecamp G in Lord of the Rings. Impressive stuff from Sean Astin. Dude's had staying power. And hey, he got to do some acting as a kid and not have it fuck his whole life up. So good for Sean Astin. I don't know how I got into Sean Astin, the Goonies. Oh, because he's an Encino man. <laughs> That's how we got there. As is Polly Shore. Who's okay. My wife likes him. <laughs> uh, but then really, what I'm really excited for is next month. My birthday month. <laughs> next month, Suicide Squad 2. And this is the movie that I previously mentioned that would have John Cena in it. And as you know, I mentioned it before. It's got a whole scene with a whole bag of dicks thing. It looks hilarious. John Cena looks like he does a good job in this movie. James Gunn is the one who directed this one. I'm just overall fucking excited. Really, I get I get pretty up for any comic book movies. I generally like just about all of them. But this one in particular, I'm excited for. Because I, I, I really liked the first one. Didn't get the greatest reviews. Not everybody liked it. But I thought it was good. Damn good. But this one looks like it'll be better. It looks like it's done better. And I hate to say it, but John Cena looks like a smash hit in it. <laughs> or a smash shit. But you also got some upcoming shows. We got this Lord of the Rings one. I, I talked about that already. I've talked a lot about Lord of the Rings lately. But I, I love this stuff very, very much. And again, it goes back to the medieval connection and the fantasy connection. And I love all that stuff. And it turns out this series is going to be really about 
pre-Lord of the Rings. And I'm very excited about some of that. So, you know, we'll get to meet some like uh, younger versions of the characters we know and uh, some characters we don't know, some villains we don't know. I think it's going to be kick-ass. And so I'm very excited for that one. That one will be on Amazon Prime. And then we got some stuff coming up on HBO. Obviously, one I've mentioned before is Fire and Blood. It's a Targaryen origins type story. And uh, man, I am excited for that. Because I think they're going to do a great job. The Lord of the Rings, I mean, the, the Game of Thrones stuff, I know. Season 8 was a bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer. The... the the issue of time and how they kind of rush it didn't bother me as much as it did other people. My biggest issue was with the finale. I wanted that show to go out with a bang and it didn't feel like it did. Felt like it was one whole weird build up to John killing Danny, which I thought would happen. But the build up was all, I did. Yeah, there build up there was nobody it was just very weird and then it, it's and then it goes into this whole trial thing and all of a sudden brands the king and it's just i'm like i'm sure that's how it all turns out but it just seems sloppily done the whole last step i didn't mind some of the other stuff in the in the rest of the episodes like other people did i was actually i think i might have had an issue with one episode but i think for the most part i was like enjoying that season and then so i was good when the finale came around and it was just that one definitely got me, but I'm ready. I'm ready to check out the Targaryen origin story basically. And, uh, I'm getting ready. I'm going to have to do the audiobooks of that shit. They actually have that one on audiobook, uh, blood and fire, the book about the Targaryen history. So maybe I'll check that one out. Probably be good accompaniment company and blah, 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 for you know the show the show man i love game of thrones and we were at this toy store in breck right and uh it's funny the seven-year-old dad's in birthday money let them go ahead and pick out a toy with their money the seven-year-old <clears throat> well he decides to get he decides to get this like figure, with, like detachable bones, muscles. It's like an anatomy learning doll, but not really doll action figure. I don't know how to say it, but he loves it. And this kid is like a fucking sponge. He just absorbs all this stuff. And he gets and talk to you about like my mom was surprised. He just started talking to him about different kinds of mushrooms. The kid hates him mushrooms he doesn't eat mushrooms but he knows all about mushrooms and i'm not talking about the magic kind that i like i'm just talking about regular fucking mushrooms it's it's crazy it, it, it's it, dude's a sponge so he's just soaking up all this anatomy shit and it's just crazy it's it's dude loves to learn but i digress we were in this toy store and uh i was looking at the board games because they had a bunch of board games and obviously it's kind of mom and pop place so they've got the prices ratcheted up so i'm not looking to seriously get anything but i came across a game of thrones version of Catan. i almost died i need to get that that looks fucking awesome and as a game of thrones fan love the books the show etc that's just right up my alley because i also love Catan. 
Played some Catan on vacay this week. If you don't know Catan, it's a great board game. And basically, you collect points by continuing to like build your territory. You kind of got to build a, a like a settlement and then some roads and another settlement. Maybe you upgrade the settlement to a city. And uh, you got to collect resources to do this. And it's, it's, I shouldn't get into explaining the whole game, but it, it, it looks, I'm not going to lie. One of my best friends, Caleb, went over, my wife and I, and I think I've told this story before, but to his house for game night. And we're thinking, oh, fuck. Because he pulls out this game and starts explaining it. And we get to the start and we're like, okay, let's go. And, and you know, the wife and I are looking at us at each other like, hey, we're going to get through this. <laughs> we said, we come over here, play what they want, and we're here. 15 minutes later, I'm claiming this is the best, greatest game ever, you know. So if you haven't played Catan, make sure to check it out. They've even got an app you can play. Check it out. But yeah, Game of Thrones, Catan. But I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. It was like a hundred bucks, which means it's probably really like seventy-five most other places. And and like I'm willing to help out those kind of stores a little bit and pay the extra on a little, you know, some stuff. But like the kids want to spend their birthday money, you know, you're looking at that thing like that. It's probably worth like half of what they're charging. But it's all right. And they're probably all right anyway. They're right fucking there, like middle of downtown. Tons of kids and parents will go in there. They got it good. But I also got this game. Not also, I should say, and that's it because I'm not get. I couldn't get Game of Thrones no fucking way. So I got this little game. It's, it, it's a dice game, and it's called Pizza Party. And basically, there's a stack of cards, and they're pizzas. And each player flips one over. It's a two-player game. And it has these different squares with toppings in it. And then you get dice. There's 10 dice, set of five each. And these dice, (laughs) they have all the toppings on them. And so you roll until you fill up the card with toppings. And then get rid of it, grab a new card, do the same thing. First one of six cards wins. And I'm telling you, this game, it's fast-paced. It's crazy. It sounds stupid as shit, but I like those kinds of games. But it is fun as hell. I can't even... I I can't even... (laughs) It is fun. Me and the Taco Man played a few times. That is right. But I digress. Back back to uh, one more show. I had found out, um, actually on vacation, that... There's a show called The Last of Us coming to HBO. And it's based off a video game, a video game with actually I'm aware of. Uh, I'm not super familiar with it. I'm not the biggest gamer, but I do enjoy gaming from time to time. And uh, this is one that I, I, I dove into and played a little bit of, but uh, I, ne- I never got super, because I have the game pass and you they'll get games on there and you'll just download them, try them out. There's a few games I've really, really liked, but then either they'll get taken off the game pass before I really get into them, or I'll just forget about them. And then it's, it's like, oh, I need memory. And it's like, oh, I'll get rid of that. So I don't know if I, anyway. But good game. 
and it looks like there's going to be a show and the dude who's playing the lead character looks to be can't remember his real name but the red viper from game of thrones the previously mentioned game of thrones so i'm looking forward to that and it's basically post-apocalyptic world zombie-ish type things it's uh it's, a, it's gonna be good because you, you, you get can you imagine if some of the shit like that's on you know regular cable tv if that was made by hbo like the walking dead maybe it wouldn't have got so shitty there for a while i hear it's better i wouldn't know i won't go back fuck you walking dead but yeah hbo they just do they do stuff really well and uh i'll be interested to see how this turns out i'm excited for that one as well so there's a lot of cool stuff on the horizon and eventually football is going to get here again if you're into that well into fantasy football at least don't forget to check out my other pod the dynasty wonderland podcast with me and aaron stewart you remember him he's been on a few times anyway okay all right i think that's all i got for you i wanted to talk a little entertainment at the end after getting into some vacay chatter and some serious talk about the covid business and you know hopefully all is well with me and mine and hopefully all is well with you and yours and uh we go on we continue on another day another day so i will bid you adieu for now my friend that's right, that's right. and don't forget first of all before we go don't forget to get on and check out my social i will admit it's been rather bad lately <laughs> it truly has but no worries i'm gonna get rolling again i actually you know feel solid uh and a little bit energized after the vacay albeit a little stressed and anxiety ridden uh but i really did you know come back with a, a sense of like, ah, I think I recharged my batteries a little bit. So hopefully that helps to keep me afloat, keeps me rolling and uh, we can start, you know, hit cranking up the activity, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We'll, we'll try and get that going. So uh, once again, once again, we'll try this once again. For now, I bid you adieu. Yes, that's right. Let's end this too, buddy. And hey, maybe go check out Space Jam. I'll watch some Space Jam. And then we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, we'll talk some Space Jam. Like you're going to talk to me. Like I did. Anyway, anyway. As always, much love. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Until next time. I'll talk about you later. So-